how's your faith? Is it growing? Do you want it to grow? Is it strong? Do you want it to grow stronger? Welcome to episode 158 of the Ask Spurgeon podcast. I'm Dave Holt. Thanks again for being with me today. Now, may I take just a brief moment to encourage you to consider the brand new audiobook edition uh, by Charles Spurgeon called The Saint and His Saviour. This is just another wonderful encouragement to help you as a Christian to be more faithful in your following of the Lord Jesus. That, in a nutshell, doesn't say nearly as half as what you will find there. And so much, so much to encourage you. So check it out. You can do so by going to audible.com and find your copy there. Now, Reverend Spurgeon, here's the question for today. How can I grow and strengthen my faith. My dear friends, if you would have your little faith grow into great faith, you must feed it well. Faith is a feeding grace. You tell me you have little faith. I ask you whether you are given to meditation of God's Word, whether you have studied the promises, whether you carry one of those sacred things about with you every day. He who deals largely with the promises will, under grace, very soon find there is great room for believing them. Get a promise, beloved, every day, and take it with you wherever you go, mark it, learn it, and inwardly digest it. Do as Luther says, when I get hold of a promise, says he, I look upon it as I would a fruit tree. I think, there hang the fruits above my head. And if I would get them, I must shake the tree to and fro. So I take a promise and meditate upon it. I shake it to and fro, and sometimes the mellow fruit will fall into my hand. At other times, the fruit is less ready to fall, but I never leave off till you get it. I shake, shake all the day long. I turn the text over and over again, and at last the pomegranate will drop down, and your soul will be comforted with apples, for it was sick of love. Do that, Christian. Deal much with the promises. Have much commerce with these powders of the merchant. There is rich perfume in every promise of God. It is an alabaster box. Break it by meditation, and the sweet scent of faith shall be shed abroad in your house. And then, prove the promise, and in that way you will get your faith strengthened. When you are at any time placed in distress, take a promise and see whether it is true. Suppose you are very near lacking bread. Take this promise. Your bread shall be given you, your water shall be sure. Rise up in the morning when nothing is in the cupboard and say, I will see whether God will keep this promise. And if he does, do not forget it. Set it down in your book. Make a mark in your Bible beside it. Do as the old woman did, who put T and P beside the promise and told her minister that it means tried and proved, so that when she was again in distress, she could not help believing. Every instance of God's love should make us believe Him more, and as each promise passes by and we can see the fulfillment of it at the heels thereof, we must be compelled and constrained to say that God has kept so many of these promises and will keep them to the end. 
then he who would have great faith must exercise what he has. Do you want to get your faith strong? Use it. Strong faith must always be an exercised faith, and he that dares not exercise that faith, he shall not have more. Keep always at it, and all at it, and there is not much fear of your faith becoming weak. It is with your faith as with boys in the winter time. There they go round the fire, rubbing and chafing their hands to keep the blood in circulation, and almost fighting each other to see which shall sit nearest the fire and get warm. At last the father comes and says, Boys, this won't do. You will never get warm by these artificial means. Run out and do some work. Then they all go out and they come in again with a ruddy hue in their cheeks. Their hands no longer tingle, and they say, Well, father, we didn't think it half so warm as it is. So must it be with you. You must set to work if you would have your faith grow strong and warm. True, your works won't save you, but faith without works is dead, frozen to death. But faith with works grows to a red heat of fervency and to the strength of stability. Go and teach in the Sunday school. Go and visit the poor old woman in her hovel. Go and see some poor dying creatures in the back streets of your town or city, and you will say, Dear me, how wonderfully my faith is refreshed just by doing something. You have been watering yourself while you were watering others. But the best way to get your faith strengthened is to have communion with Christ. If you commune with Christ, you cannot be unbelieving. When his left hand is under my head and his right hand does embrace me, I cannot doubt. When my beloved sits at his table and he brings me into his banqueting house and his banner over me is his love, then indeed I do believe. When I feast with him, my unbelief is abashed and hides its head. Speak, you who have been led in the green pastures and have been made to lie down by the still waters. You who have seen his rod and his staff, and hope to see them even when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Speak, you who have sat at his feet with Mary, or laid your head upon his bosom with his well-beloved John. Have you not found when you have been near to Christ, your faith has grown strong? And when you have been far away, then your faith has become weak. It is impossible to look Christ in the face and then doubt him. When you cannot see him, then you doubt him. But if you live in fellowship with him, you are like the ewe lambs of Nathan's parable. For you lie in his bosom and eat from his table and drink from his cup. You will believe when your beloved speaks to you and says, Rise up, my beloved, my fair one, and come away. There is no hesitation then. You must arise from the lowlands of your doubt up to the hills of assurance. That answer to the question, how can I grow and strengthen my faith, was provided during a Sunday morning sermon preached on the 18th of July, 1858, titled, A Lecture for Little Faith. 
please feel free to contact me either about this episode or any other. You can use my email address, which is dave at askspurgeon.com. And don't forget, if you'd like to become a subscriber of this podcast, all you need to do is to click on the subscribe icon on your preferred podcast provider. Until next time, the Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.